we're back. New episode of Past, Present, and Pointless. I'm your host, Alex Carter. With me is my co-horrible host, Leoni Chambers. Hi there, Alex. Um, Hi there. Loving the emphasis there on the title. And mm-hmm. in case everyone who didn't know it's there, uh, budget cuts means Alex is now doing all the noises. <laughs> yeah. We don't have the um, money to pay for noises or sound effects anymore. Well, let's get down to brass tacks here. Movie section. So we watched a few movies this week. We watched Come Play, Run, and The Dark and the Wicked. Which one would you like to talk about first? Do you feel like that could be like one long film where we just said those tales? Come Play, Run. The Dark and the Wicked. <laughs> come <laughs> One or, long title. <laughs> or The Dark and the Wicked, come play. Run. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's that song, dun, dun, dun. No, no, that's dun, dun. song, isn't it? You say, run. And it's like, it does all that dun, music. Dun, 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 That one. I don't know. <laughs> I know what I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. I don't know what you mean either. Okay, well, first one, come play. It is about a monster named Larry. Amazing name. <laughs> Larry. That manifests itself through smartphones and mobile devices. It's a feature film of a 2017 short movie. I didn't know that it was a short movie before. Yeah. It's like eight minutes, I think. Oh, I feel like it's quite a good ad- adaptation for a film of this from like a short one. Mm, true. What's the short one? I haven't seen Have you seen that one? I haven't seen that one. Oh. Might have to watch it. I wonder if it's just like... Um... I think, if I remember rightly, it's just of the car park scene. Of where the lights in the car park go off. Oh, yeah. And on again. And then you see, like, the monster. So, the main character centres around a mum and a son. And dad who isn't really in the picture. But he is at the same time. I think they're in the middle They've, of a separation, aren't they? middle of a separation, yeah. And the boy is on the spectrum. So, he has difficulty speaking. So, that's why he uses um, a mobile app on his um, phone to kind of get across the points he wants to make. Yeah, you know, some type words, isn't it? It's like speak, it's like saying speak kind of words, like the... Yeah. May form sentences from it, Yeah, isn't it? exactly. And it's, I've got a point here, a little fact for you. So the director's wife works closely with kids on the spectrum, which allowed the director to get close with the community over the years, and it helped write the character of Oliver, which is quite nice to know. Did they actually have the character who had... Spe- um, was, was on the spectrum. Was the character who the guy who played the little boy? Was he in real life? Was he not? I'm not too sure. Possibly and possibly not because I think he did a very good job. If yeah. not, yeah, I feel like um, he did. Because then, if he was on the spectrum, is then it's very easy for him to just act normal, mm. act act like himself. I, I'd just like to know, like, because if he he is, he's done really well for the film, and if he's not, I say the person who played him has done really well. Mm. So. This movie overall, I thought, because we haven't got a lot of horror, good horror movies this year, let alone, mo- let alone, yeah, let alone movies in general. I think the last really good horror movie we watched, like big, big time movie, was It Chapter Two. Mm, I think that was yeah. last year, and that was just a remake, so it wasn't a new one, was it? Yeah. So this one, kind of, for saying it's come out of nowhere, and it's you know it's a bit low budget, it's standard kind of jump scares. I thought it did a pretty good job of trying to grasp the... I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Help me out here. <laughs> no, you're doing well on your own. I'm doing well on my own, thanks. <laughs> no, no, they've grasped the concept of like a, a kind of 
horror film that's I suppose they're, they're thinking about modern day how they're using the television yeah exactly and they're incorporating that you've that's got those kind of say. films now that are kind of moving that way you know you see a lot more mobile phones in, in films and stuff like that you know you yeah. have like the text screen come up and things like that it's just more relatable because it's yeah. obviously it's, it's something we've all got now and everything and you've seen a lot more of that in films and the yeah it kind probably. of makes you worry a bit more yeah, because it's like, say, you're like it, oh shit, what if something like a virus downloaded on my phone? Like, what the hell's this? No, that's the thing. Like, the thing what made films scary, obviously, back in way back when or whenever when they started or whatever, was the fact that they could happen and yeah. they were really, really relatable. And, like, you know, thinking about, oh, it's just like you go on holiday, you know, in the middle of nowhere, you could, people can kill you, whatever. And obviously, that still happens. But nowadays, obviously, with all the technology in there, it's a lot safer. Yeah. So, the fact that we're building on that, what we've got now, yeah, is is what's trying to make drive that scare fair. Yeah, no, I get that. That's good. That's a good point. So, overall, what would you give the movie out of ten? Uh, I feel like because it, you, the fact it was made from like a really short was it short film was it? Yeah, short yeah? film. Short film, and the fact that they've built on that from what was already there, I think that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we'll have to go watch that actually. To be fair, see see what it's like. Yeah. And the fact that the actor, I think the acting was pretty good, fair, pretty decent. Mm-hmm. You know, even though they didn't have a massive budget, I still feel like it wasn't overly cheesy, like on the actual demon, whatever. And everything. yeah, I thought it was done quite well. Yeah, so I feel like it, it does deserve, I think, a solid seven because mm-hmm. it was it was good. It was a fun watch. You could have probably made other things better in it, but I think it deserves that at least. Yeah. That no, I recommend recommend it for anyone looking for a good scare, good horror movie. Solid seven out of ten. Just don't lo- don't download any apps that you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Don't read the always, story. Always check your reviews on your apps first before you download. Don't read the Larry story. Okay, second movie is called Run. Now this stars Sarah Paulson. She's from the American Horror Story series and recently Ratched on Netflix. It is about a homeschooled teenager who is in a wheelchair becomes to suspect her mother is keeping a dark secret from her. Sinister. We I really thought... like her as an actor, to be fair. Sarah yeah. Paulson. She's a good actress. Yeah, same here. I um, She embodies the character she's playing really well, mm. and she makes it very believable. Yeah, because we've seen for quite, us a f- to watch. quite a few different things, and she's been quite diverse in the characters. I feel like they've all been really good. Yeah, yeah, true. I've got a little, uh, little um, trivia fact for you here. Go on, then. So the actress who plays the daughter in the wheelchair, she uses the real-life wheelchair. So she's... Um, <laughs> no, it's a fake one. <laughs> she's handicapped in real life. But she's the first actress, first real wheelchair user in real life, to play a character in a movie that isn't a wheelchair since the 1940s. Wait, wait, wait. So stop back up there. So when you say she's... They're confusing. Act- when she's actually in a wheelchair, do you mean like, as in like she physically can't walk at all? Is she yes. literally like paralyzed from the waist down? I'm not too sure on that part, but she's a wheelchair user in real life, so she uses a wheelchair every day. Because when we were watching the film, spoiler, 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 I definitely spoiler, like thought like she was a person that could walk because like it felt like she was she was actually using. There were some, properly. yeah, there were some parts we thought, wait a minute, wait, I've got it. She had a stunt double, <laughs> and they forgot that they couldn't use the legs. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Or maybe it's maybe it's like um, maybe she can use her legs, but she's got no muscles. Which actually must maybe. be able to because right, do you remember right at the end she yeah. does actually use them sort of. But we don't know if that's kind of if that was um, a dispendable. Or it could have been computer generated. So like they 
the top half and bottom half was different. Mm, yeah, maybe. Possibly. Be fun to know. But it's a nice twist. It's if anyone's seen the movie Misery, based on the Stephen King novel, starring James Caan and Kathy Bates, I think it's from the nineteen eighties. Something like yeah, it's quite old. Um, it's sort of a reimagining of that almost, yeah. or it's kind of loosely inspired by it, and it's a nice modern take on what kind of mothers would do to ensure the safety of their daughters in a way, whilst also keeping really disturbing secrets from you and. It, in a way, it may bring up some questions you have about your own parents, <laughs> which well, isn't a nice, a nice thought. My parents haven't paralyzed me, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they may have fed you like I don't know frog legs over the years. You uh, don't know. Considering I cook most of the food, I think I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you're fine. Um, out of ten, what would you give it? I feel like I want to address the fact first. Like you know when you see, so. So, you know, you see the little video clip of the girl when she's younger and yes. she's walking. Yeah. Do you feel like that was a clip of the actual real girl and she could walk when she was younger? No. Uh, that, was, that, was, that was the character, yeah. No, 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 not the character. The actual person that plays her. Oh, the actress. Do you feel like that was her home video? Possibly. Because it looked like a real home video. Yeah, it did, actually. Might, maybe, yeah. Out of town, what would you give her? Uh, I feel like the acting itself was quite solid. Um, I'm not too sure about the ending as such of the film mm. I feel like that could have been gone a different direction yeah we would have tweaked a few things yeah um, so I feel like it deserves it was still, it was still creepy though to see her no no it like was, that it was a well done film and everything like that and don't get it wrong it was it was really well thought out and you know as a, the film went along it was really realistic as well like think about what happened in it um, I feel like it does deserve like at least an 8 but I would have just liked to seen that ending instead of her becoming like that i'd rather have her kicked her at the end down the stairs down, down the instead end, of yeah. her getting shot yeah or even if that bit that bit had still happened the way it did in the film and you saw her right at the end i'd have just liked to see her walk and like her legs came back and everything was like fine with her legs and she could walk properly yeah at the end and obviously no the actress couldn't do because she was in a wheelchair but they could have got some double for that bit mm. and that would have just been nice like she turned creepy like her mum and she was going to kill her obviously and or keep her like that or whatever but she could walk, so it was kind of like a middle finger to her. It's like she'd won. Mm. And I think like I just like that little tiny bit. Yeah, no, I see where you're coming from. But an eight out of ten, pretty high. Very recommended. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good watch. It was fair. a good movie. Okay, third movie. It's called The Dark and the Wicked. Part three. <laughs> yeah, the trilogy. <laughs> it does sound like it should be a trilogy. It does. <laughs> so this is directed by Brian Bertino. He directed The Strangers 1 and 2. I didn't, I didn't reckon the second Strangers was as good as the first one. Mm. I thought the first one was better. They, they involved quite a bit of music, like 80s style music, and it felt very 80s style. It was a different style, this movie, anyway. No, no. To, I, compared to The Strangers. I know, I'm just saying, I just liked the first one, only because in most films you get, oh, it's happy ever after, like, oh, like the, the victim wins or whatever yeah. gets away, and that one... They didn't. It's very different. Yeah, and I quite like for that. For its time, idea. yeah, it was it was nice and nice and different. This one, he's trying to you know branch out and be more different again. So, on a secluded farm in a nondescript rural town, a man is slowly dying. His Middle family, his family, gathers to mourn, and soon a darkness grows, marked by waking nightmares and a growing sense that something evil is taking over the family. 
So fun fact, straight away, it was actually filmed at the writer-director's family farm. Oh, was it? Yes. You'd never want to visit that farm again, would you? You would not, no. Uh, it's a family reunion. Um, is it at the farm? I'm kind I'm of... Out. I'm washing my hair. Um, there's something over there. I just need to leave. I'm out. Start the car. I'm coming. <laughs> can I get out of here now? <laughs> so like I said, it, he's trying to branch out. Obviously, The Strangers 2 was, I want to say, 2016 at least. Not sure. I'd say 2016. So it's four years ago, and he's trying to branch out. you got to give it to him. He's wrote and directed a whole movie himself. Um, <laughs> that doesn't mean it was good. <laughs> yeah, well, the saying is like he didn't have to pay for a location. He's used his family farm. So he could have saved budget on a location and used it toward other right, that's things. That's it. We're, we're doing a film. We're right here, right now. And but I thought, obviously, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. I thought I'm going to have to watch it again just to kind of get my head around some things. Like a few things I don't think were explained very well or you kind of have to just pick up where the characters are in the movie. You're like kind of like, um, okay. Oh, right. So this character did that and you just have to kind of go along with it. Can we watch that by yourself? All right. Fair enough. <laughs> was it not that good for you? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was just, it was a slow burner movie, wasn't it? You don't like slow burners. I don't think it was just the fact that it was a slow burner. I think it was just a bit like... No, I get that he was trying to be different and weird and everything like that. And that definitely landed, except for the film itself didn't land for me because I just felt like it was it was a bit like all over the place in, in trying to be too weird instead of actually right. having a core storyline yeah. and an actual... It didn't explain any... I feel like we had a lot of weird in it, but no explanations for any of it, really. Yeah. I just thought... Oh. I felt like the ending a bit... Spoiler, 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 spoiler. I felt like the ending when the guy comes home and he sees his family dead, but it wasn't actually... They weren't actually dead, and then he kills himself to be with them, and then the family actually come home and find him committed suicide on the floor. That was I felt like that was a bit of a cop-out. Oh, really? I thought I quite liked that one. Oh, really? Yeah, that was probably the only bit wow. that I did like, because it was just the fact that... Not... Disagreeing for the first time on... <laughs> episode seven <laughs> just no it's just because of the fact that uh, he thought he got away and you know you thought oh it's obviously not got that kind of reach and it tells you that it's it's got the family and that's the only kind of yeah. thing that kind of got it ex- must have like it would reckon it'd be um hereditary in a way that the demon that's come through the gateway to in the father messing with them on the farm has then grown so powerful and weakened them down over that over the course of the week that they were there. It is now in the guy, so it's gone home with him. Like he thought, oh, well, I've just got to go home and escape this, but you can't because it's, it's. Yeah, I think uh, no, I think it was more. Yeah, I think you are right about that. But I think once they they set foot on the farm, I think that was it. It affected them all. It in fact, infected, and no matter where yeah. you go, it's going to follow you. It's like a ghost, and it? it follows you from house to house. It's, yeah. it's that. It's attached to them. Yeah. Um, and that's the only probably the only thing they explained a, a little bit about it really was that. And you're just like, okay, so I get that these are waking nightmares, right? Yeah. So is any of that real? Did any of it actually happen? But then, see, that's the weirdest thing. Like, because you have been part of it. You know, when you take when she's in the room with the dad, also find that very strange that she slept with a dad and not a brother. But let's <laughs> yeah. move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> but when it. When she uh, sees him on the ceiling, and like he's like asking for help, and yeah. then you think, oh, yeah, it's in the waking nightmare, or whatever. Mm. And then she wakes up, and then he's got a mark on him. It kind of makes you think, okay, did, did that actually happen then? Because he's got a mark on him, so did that happen or not? Mm. 
well that's how that's how it shows you powerful how powerful the demon gets um through the course of the week it, mm. that's how powerful it gets it's it's crossing over into the real world yeah and it's just it's like a warning sign isn't it big scratch on you but yeah i just i just don't think i think it could have i like the idea of it and i think it could have been done a lot better yeah like, it couldn't have been as slow as it was i think less strange in some of the things that they did oh pun <laughs> and just more grounded kind of points in the story maybe yeah i mean what was that about is that he kept seeing his mum like just naked why was she naked and she, that was fucked up yeah but she didn't die naked she died in, in clothes <laughs> she died fully wrapped <laughs> yeah so like why on earth did that happen in the first place and can i just point out as well like the fact when you know when they saw the priest come to the house and he came in the house and everything like obviously like we know that wasn't him but why is that had that priest been to the house before didn't explain it like why why did that one appear yeah and he wasn't there didn't he, he vanished yeah, he, in he, a second you know he never visited the farm because oh, she rang him place. Because she's got a number. Oh, that was again the demon playing tricks on him. No, no, she rang the real guy right. who, who was supposed to have come to the house, and he said he'd never been to the house. Oh. So the guy right, that yeah. came to the yeah, house, yeah. the priest that visited him and gave him the book of stuff that they needed to do or whatever or not, was never there, and obviously that was the demon. But it didn't really explain why. Why did they have the priest come to the house? Had he been to the house before? Did the family know him? So I mean, it didn't explain like why. Yeah, there's What's a the few things that. To it? That, like I said at the start, I mean, it's you, you just have to kind of find out for yourself. It's one of those ones where you had to kind of use your head a bit. Whereas I'd have preferred it if you, that when they had the funeral for the mom, if you'd have seen that priest come to the funeral yeah. and he was actually, he actually knew and was involved with the family, we knew that he was involved with them, which makes more sense that they would expect him to come to the house or whatever. Yeah. And that would have made a bit more sense there. True. And then um, it didn't really. I didn't get it. Like he kept seeing his mum everywhere, and then mm. she was naked. I still didn't get that bit. But anyway, um, she never actually touched him, or like got him. Whereas when the demon came into the dad's room, she didn't even see him. She didn't see any demon. Did no. She? But yeah, he did. Super weird. There's no, there wasn't a lot of consistency in it. Very true. It's a good point. So out of ten, <laughs> what would you give it after all that? Four. A four? Wow. I'd say I'd have to at least give it a five. It's hats off trying to be different, but just wasn't executed very well. And it's it's a give or take movie. You're either going to like it or you're not. I just feel like it, it, the storyline like itself, like, you know, the idea of the fact that yeah. the demons infecting the family there's enough, and stuff like that. There's enough points in there for you, to, for you to like it if you really do like your weird horrors. There's, a, again, enough points in there for you to dislike it because of how wrong it is. No, I just I was thinking more. <clears throat> not me. fully flushed out, it is. I was just thinking more of the fact that if you took that storyline and then remade the film, it could be done better. That's what I was just trying to say. Right. Okay. Got you. <laughs> so the idea of like the, the fact there's a there's a demon infecting the family. Yeah. The dad's dying. That's your storyline core. There you go. Yeah, and the, I don't think the characters were flushed out. Like they didn't have backgrounds. Like the brother and sister. And you think after they started seeing things, they would have stayed in the same room, wouldn't you? They wouldn't have just separated into different rooms. Yeah. I would have been all three people in one room and you taking watches. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'd have been by myself. Get me out of this room, please. I thought it was kind of weird as well, like how the nurse that they had was completely fine the whole time throughout the all the film until literally right at the end, and she didn't see anything the whole time. And then right. Well, she wasn't attached to the family, though, was she? Bloodline. 
No, she wasn't, but this is my point. Literally, she was fine the whole time in the film, right up until the end. And then she lit a candle that was supposed to be like a, what was it? Not like a God candle, but like a faith candle or whatever. Yeah, supposed no, to yeah, help yeah, yeah. Like, cleanse the air or whatever. Yeah. And then next thing you know, she was stabbing herself. And I'm like, what? <laughs> in the face. <laughs> it made Wouldn't it make more sense if they'd give her, see, made her see little things throughout the whole time instead of, she's seen nothing, she's fine this whole time. Oh, boom, she's dead. Maybe. And you're like, what? Why? Or maybe maybe because the demon was like keeping... No, the demon was keeping alive through the father because the nurse was keeping her alive. And then once the demon reached a more powerful stature and started clinging on more to the brother and sister, then he killed the nurse because he didn't need, them, need her anymore to keep the body alive for him to pass through from the other side into the real world. Mm. Yeah, but I also like... So that's one of the things. That's why it's making you think and discuss it. It's good in a way because it's like, oh, you, you know, you're talking about the movie, but it's just it's making you hate it a bit more because you're like, I've just, had to, I've just had to figure this out for myself. And it could be wrong. Exactly. It might not be right. I, I think as well, like... About the nurse. Oh, no, that was it. Sorry, no, no. So, do you know right, right, right at the end? Yes. When the dad died? Yes. The fact that the dad was supposed to be kept alive yeah. throughout this whole thing. And then, now, it didn't explain, like, did the demon kill him? Because it looked like he died naturally, right? Right. And then that just left her. Yeah. So you'd have thought that was his bridge into this world. The dad really wasn't it. So once he died... Yeah. Surely that would mean the demon couldn't get through anymore. I mean, maybe. But it didn't really explain the fact that... Because the whole point in the whole film was keeping him alive, wasn't it? Yeah. And yet, he died right at the end. And then she was just taken. It didn't explain that. Exactly. The three movies that was Come Play, Run, and The Dark and the Wicked. The last one will make you mad. Guess what section's next? Your favourite section. Is it? Or is it your favourite section? No, it's not mine. You don't know what's coming next. Yes, I do. What is it? It's impressions. Is it though? Is it though? Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> First impression of the week. These are going to suck so bad. No, they're not. They're going to be good. Mine's going to suck. You're going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> like always. So the impression number one is Tigger from Disney. <laughs> Why you got a face for it? <laughs> Shut up. I'm getting the sound. It was stuck, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, here's Tigger. Get <laughs> I go go. The thing about Tigger is Tigger's a wonderful thing. Okay, you'll go. You got. You've got to get the face. So you just like push your chin out, like I'm not doing anything. <laughs> Just go when you're ready. <laughs> Can't even do it. You can never do them. Just leave it at me doing impressions from now on. Maybe. <laughs> wow. What a cop out. <laughs> sure. Let's try a different one then. Kool Aid Guy. Mostly from Family Guy. It was originally an advert, I think, in America. Oh, was it? Yeah. That's that. where they, like, take the mick out of it. Because oh. he bashes into, like, people's living rooms. He's like, oh, yeah. That's pretty good. You know what he reminds me of? The Duffman. Duffman. Get Literally. Brief. It does. Ooh. Duffman. <laughs> it does. Oh no. Oh no. 
oh yeah that's very good <laughs> go on you can do that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's still got that squeaky list to it i can't help it <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that was yours. I can't go manly, that's why. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. Oh, yeah. I can't be manly. I'm sorry. You just sound like a sexual predator. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, third third and final impression. Eric Cartman from Go South on. Park. It's quite squeaky. I'm like, oh. What does he say again? He's like, no, kitty. My cheesy puffs. No, kitty. They're my cheesy puffs. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Kyle! Fuck! <laughs> you fucking fucker! <laughs> Just swear whatever you want. God damn it! Mom! Now the my cheesy puffs! <laughs> so good! <laughs> Go on, squeaky as you can. Just really, really tighten your, your vocals. Take your face and f- <laughs> Yeah, what I was doing, and force it out. Really, like, scrunch your chest up and abs. Um, oh, fuck! God damn it! You know, Katie, these are my cheesy balls. <laughs> I will give you that. that was pretty good. Pretty good first time on on that. Because I was practicing them the other day. Yeah, I know you were. So that was pretty good for you. So you always practice yours. That's why I always do them on the fly. So true. <laughs> and now it comes time for Leonie's favorite section: the life hacks. You ready for these life hacks? Ready and sitting down. Ooh. So number one. If you bounce batteries on the floor, you can see if they're good or bad. So if you drop them from about six inches, if they give one small bounce and fall right over, they're good. But if they bounce around way more than that, they're dead or on the way out. What happens if you bounce them on a trampoline there? Is it an accurate result? How did I know you were going to ask a (laughs) stupid, horrible question? (laughs) What if? Now... Think, just think about this, okay? But I'm what if I a have a spanner in the way? But what if I have a tiny trampoline a in teeny, the house, a teeny, a teeny tiny, tiny one, and then I drop them on that while I'm bouncing on it? I don't know. If it 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 all be down to if you bounced more than once, or if you bounced once and fell over. It mean if you were good <laughs> or bad, if you were dead or on your way out. <laughs> <laughs> and then if the if the if you she fell over, she bounced too much. She's gone. If you felt if they kept bouncing with you or just stayed and rolled, you just trade me. Then they'd probably be good. If they kept bouncing, probably they would be bad. Or if they fell over and started just rolling around. So what you're saying is, if I continually bounce, I'm bad. She needs replacing. Get that jury cell up. <laughs> Panasonic, <her> quick. <laughs> Maybe you can get like a really big charger for a person. <laughs> <laughs> or a, char- charger. a a charging cable. Where would that go? <laughs> 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 it could go in your ear. Don't overcharge me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, life hack number two. So, actually, drying your hands with a paper towel will reduce the bacteria by forty-five to sixty percent on your hands, while a hand dryer will increase it by up to two hundred and fifty-five percent because it blows the bacteria already living in the warm, moist environment. What about those hand dryers that are actually you put your hand in instead? Now see, how how available are they to the public? Everywhere, if you think about it. You're more better off drying your hands at home, aren't you? Than, mm. or keeping like, I don't know, a napkin or something in <laughs> A dirty you. napkin. No, uh, like a, just a... A Tuesday napkin. <laughs> or a handkerchief. Most people carry a handkerchief. Dirty, you're carrying a Wednesday 
handkerchief. Where's your Thursday one? It's embroidered on it. It says Wednesday. We're on Friday, you sick fuck. <laughs> no, get that. that makes sense to be fair, because you think about it, that's just one use that you're using. And yeah, you think about the, the moisture one. in the air as well. It's Every just blowing it around. Every person puts their hands in, and then yeah. it's, it's like... That it stays is, in probably that worse, because it's trapped as well, like, and you put it down, it's trapped, isn't it? And maybe, but then I think if they're in a public place, they come around and clean them quite regularly. Probably not. I don't... I feel like... I don't see anybody do it. Just saying. Well, just think if you go next time you go to somewhere like a public place, public bathroom. You get that chair. You sit got in the... that bathroom and you watch. <laughs> watch. Sick bastard. Excuse me. I, I'm on toilet cleaning watch. Uh, I've been here. Hand cleaning watch. For four hours and not one person's come in. This is disgusting. I'm writing on the note on the wall. That's me right now. Right, I got that. <laughs> Again, life hack number three. If you ever hear a zipper sound whilst inflating your tyres, run. Because this is the sound a tyre makes before it's about to blow. Oh, that's scary. I thought you were going to say run because there's someone behind you. (laughs) 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 If you hear a zipper zipper sound, there's someone behind me about to rape me. (laughs) Idiot. That's what it sounds like. A if you hear station. a zipper behind you, run. I'm going to edit this out. Can't Alex, this you've um, been there for quite a while. Dirty, dirty pigs. <laughs> no, but that makes sense to it. That's quite scary, isn't it? The fact that it makes a zipper sound. Like, why? A tyre's not I think a it's zip. like... Maybe, um... The lining of the tire is starting to crack, so it kind of—if you think about it—it's circular. So if it goes round around the tire, it's going to go like that. But what's the guarantee? It's going to go, go from go, the edge. Poof. It'll just go. Poof. How long can you have a tire before it explodes? What makes a tire explode? Too much air. You just yeah, just fill it with too much air. Who That's why you 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 if well, you, on the side of your tires it says what pressure to fill them up to. Also says in your manual as well true but if you don't if you lose your manual you don't know where it is it says on the side of your tire more more easy it says it on the side of your tire when you're about to fill it up so you set the number of the air pressure pump pump before you put it in the valve on the hole put it in the valve on the tire the tire the tire hole trueness trueness it's time for osds of the week osds of the week obsessive song disorders patent pending so leone what's yours for the week well it's still the same because i'm an obsessive freak and it's true balls of fall jokes balls of fall <laughs> boys of fall overthinking overthinking by still boys a jam. of fall and they did actually drop a an album recently as mm. well called distance yeah, it's pretty good. It's something to listen to a bit more, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, I listened to it quite a few times. I really like it. I'd say my OSD for the week would be Midnight by Boys of Fall mm. from the album. From the same album, these two OSDs. Nice. If you're into the pop-punk genre as much as we are, you'll probably love this. It's a very good one. It's it's not as good as some of the other ones that we've listened to in the previous that we could obsessively listen over and over and over again. As, a whole, as an album as a whole, but it's still a good album. They're like a slightly heavier version of no slightly i'd say just a similar version of day to remember mm, i don't know I less think, gravel i think less 
because there's a lot, I think, a lot more heavy points in the some data on the songs, like a lot more screaming. I think there's a lot less in theirs. It's equal amount, I'd say. That's why I was trying to say it was similar. I just certainly say similar-ish. There's a few songs on this recent album of theirs that were a bit more slow. Yeah, more than more than um, fast-paced songs. Probably just kind of suited to the times and how they feel, isn't it? Yeah, true. Now it's time for some pointless, useless facts. Um, so of the week. So first off, no number from one to nine hundred and ninety. Let me start that again. Brothers, well, he uh, just um, composes himself. So no number from 1 to 999 includes the letter A in its word form. What? So you, if you write out the number... Oh, I see what you mean. ...using yeah. One, alphabet... 1, 2, whatever. Yeah. You will not use the letter A. Really? Yeah. Any of them? Yeah, it's because when, when, when you get to 1,000, because A is in 1,000, it's not in 100. And the number is actually like, I don't know, say 757. You don't say 700 and 57. A lot of people say and in the middle, but you're not actually supposed to say that. But yeah, that's a pointless fact. How weird. Do you feel better knowing this? Or do you feel more stupid? I don't know. I just I always feel like there would be an A in one of them, but I guess if there isn't. <laughs> there isn't at all. Another pointless fact here. You are 13... 0.8% specifically, more likely to die on your birthday. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> is it because you've seen Happy Death Day? <laughs> <laughs> Someone will pose. The thing is, to not eat a cupcake on your birthday. Do not eat a cupcake on your birthday. Any reason why? Maybe, I don't know, you get, in, you get round to your birthday from the day you were born. Maybe it's right. just like, it's like a life cycle. Think about it like that. <laughs> like <laughs> going around the sun. Or the sun going around us. The sun going around us. Possibly. That's weird. Mm. I would just think more of the fact that you're more likely to do something crazy on your birthday. That makes more sense. Maybe. Because people always do like crazy stuff, don't they? Oh my god, it's my birthday. Fuck it. Skydive. Fuck it. Swimming sharks. Fuck it. Okay, third pointless fact. The king of hearts is the only king in a deck of cards without a moustache. <laughs> the other ones have got moustaches. Apparently so. <laughs> I'd like to see this. <laughs> it's pretty funny. To That's think a about weird it. thing, isn't yeah. it? But why is he not got a moustache? I don't know. Maybe because he's. It's the other he's king the got one. Yeah. Like your heart doesn't have a moustache. <laughs> Maybe because he's so loving. Because he's the king of hearts. So he can't bear to hide his face away, like yeah. anything. Maybe you need to see all my face. Or maybe he's like. Maybe he's like the young king. Maybe he was the young king. Because he's full of love. Yeah. <laughs> so he's young. <laughs> That's how it works. Maybe. So if you full of love, you look young forever. Possibly. Moving on to the TV section. So we've watched The Mandalorian Season 1 and Season 2 up till the point that it's not on yet until the next episode. How many, ta- how many days did it take us to burn through that? It wasn't long, was it? Like three or four days. How long did it take you to get through all the Star Wars films? Um, possibly like a week. <laughs> That's pretty good to be fair. <laughs> You're a new Star Wars fan. Yeah, you wouldn't have ever thought me to be a Star Wars fan, would you? I do quite like, I think The Mandalorian's probably my favourite out of everything. Yeah, because it's focusing on him really, isn't it, the yeah. whole thing? I say out of all the movies, I'd say maybe The Force Awakens was the best. Or Rogue One. Rogue One was really good. I really liked the planet one. I always forget what it's called. Rogue One. Was that Rogue One? That was Rogue One. <laughs> that one. I really like that one. 
So, The Mandalorian, for if anyone who doesn't know it yet. I mean, if you're living under a rock, everyone kind of knows what it's about. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> before you decided to watch Star Wars, you didn't have even look to that, so... Okay, point made. <laughs> Thanks for that. Point maker. Point maker. So, after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. We follow the Travels. Travails? Travails? What does that say? The Travails? I don't know. I can't see from here, Okay. We follow a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Authorita. So he works for the Mandalore, doesn't he? Yes. And he encounters right. the child, which is a... Um, Bebe Yoda. A Bebe Yoda. <laughs> as everyone's now nicknamed it. Um, but we, for anyone who doesn't, ever hasn't watched it, the spoiler, recent episodes, spoiler, 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 the child's name is Grogu. I thought that was quite cute still. <laughs> that is quite cute. Bebe Yoda. Grogu. <laughs> it's when he says his name and he just like pings up, looks at him like he's a cat. Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> literally <laughs> you want it take the ball it's literally that tiny bit is literally like you're talking to your cat or your dog yeah <laughs> so for saying we burn through this um quite quickly i think it's down to the episodes they don't feel as long as they actually are like mm. i think the shortest one we watched was maybe 33 minutes yeah but then you've got about four minutes of credits mm. at the end so that was even shorter but most, I think the f- longest episode is maybe 50 minutes. Yeah, something like that. I think what what's good about these episodes is, you know, you've always got that core storyline, which is obviously Baby Yoda. Yeah. But then each episode is like its own thing and there's it's something its own happening thing, yeah. in each one, which keeps you interested. End of every episode, it still progresses the major storyline Yeah, exactly. Well. It comes back to it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's full of interesting characters, new characters, old characters... And, you know, it's got comedy, action, fantasy, sci-fi. Fantasy. Fantasy. <laughs> sci-fi. A um, little bit of romance in there. It's got everything. It's, <laughs> it's got adventure. <laughs> yeah. He's my son now. It's like a, Can yeah. Can you just picture him with a little Mandalorian suit on? <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. It's so cute. It'd be so cute. Imagine if you, like, grew really tall as well. So it's just, like, tall Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> tall, skinny Yoda. <laughs> but yeah no i really like this series it's it gets you really invested in the characters and invested in the storyline of where things are going to go how things are going to play out what's going to happen next for the mando and baby yoda can i just say i am super happy like don't get me wrong i like the, the character of him obviously you can't take his health i did like the fact that they just put that in there and got his helmet off it at one point at one point yeah, yeah i just thought it was really good so like it that kind of stopped you guessing about what it was looked like and, yeah. and it, I think that was good it was almost as though to show you that un- you can hide under any armour you're still a human you're still a person I was just thinking it was really satisfying to know what it looked like true that as well but yeah we're super excited to watch this on Disney Plus movies 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 <laughs> movies 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 so that's uh, movies it's movie quotes, actually. <laughs> quote, 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 You didn't quote, say quote, quote. quote, did you? Well, god damn it, all right? Movie quotes. Right, are you ready for these? You see if you can guess them. I'm going to try my hardest, okay, to do them in the style of the character. I would like them in... I mean, you're so good at impressions, I'd like to hear them in the impression <laughs> of the character, just saying. All right, well, first one, let's kick it off. May the odds ever be in your favour. 
Hunger Games. Oh! Did the impression help? Yeah, it did actually. Good. Right, second one. Which would be worse? To live a monster or die as a good man? Is that Sure Island? Oh, yes! You're good at these! <laughs> have I picked better ones this week? Yes, you have, and the good lines as well. Good. Right, third one. If you don't get this one, then it's, it's fucked, isn't it? You're out. Yeah. You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. <laughs> Paris of the Caribbean. <laughs> that was really thanks. good, actually. Oh, thanks. You know, you could have even done. I know it was. With the um, the Hunger Games one, you could have just made the tune and done this with your fingers. <laughs> that have still got it. <laughs> Three in the pink, one in the stink. <laughs> it's like, I can't whistle, so I can't do it. But what was the tune go like? It's hum like. It. Do, 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 do. But it's like in a hum. A whistle, sorry. Yeah. That wasn't a quote, though, was it? It was an action. I know, just saying, I still got the film. <laughs> um, or I could have done, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> I don't want to go, my sister can go. Shut up, Jennifer. <laughs> Do I just mean, like, um, a spoof of it? Or she just goes, um, my sister's going instead, I'm not going. Yeah. <laughs> you just see a sister, a really young sister get killed in the games. <laughs> I heard her say it. I heard her say it. It was my little sister. <laughs> That is so funny. Thank you very much for listening to episode 7 of Past, Present and Pointless. I've been your horrible host, Alex Carter. With me is my co-horrible host... Hi, Pony. Shame buzz. That was my impression of you. Your impression of you doing an impression of me. Yeah. Of me imp- Impressionception. Me oh my god. You didn't. You didn't just do that. I did. Wow. Thanks. We'll see you guys next time. Peace out.